Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. I have the whole hosting crew with me. My name is Josh, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Alex and Peter. And on this episode here, coming to you on what I assume is Thursday, May 26th, our Chelsea 2021-2022 season recap that is going to be taken up. Uh, the majority of the podcast will be our final season player ratings. We have done this in the past. We're going to do it again because we think it is fun, meaning we go through the entire Chelsea squad from this past season and we grade them, letter grades. We'll probably each give a grade. And hopefully my co-hosts don't talk about each player for eight minutes, which would total out to a impossible a task. 17-hour <laughs> podcast episode. Uh, but first, they will talk for 17 hours about what they individually thought of the season. But before we do that, I will go first. If you remember in the beginning of the season, Chelsea were named the champions of the world uh, by winning in early August on penalties against Villarreal. That was a great way to start our season. After that point, uh, Chelsea did pretty well uh, the first two matches of the Premier League. We were able to beat Crystal Palace in our first match and then beat Arsenal as well, our arch rivals. So pretty exciting stuff there. Then we got a draw to Liverpool. If you remember, Chelsea got a red card in that game. We started off our first uh, group stage match against Zenit. Um, in our group, if you remember, we were with Juventus, uh, Zenit, which I already mentioned, uh, Malmo, and I think those were the, the few groups we were able to advance from there. Uh, and then we made our way a little bit through um, the FA Cup, but the FA Cup, the Champions League. Um, but it did not end our way as it did last season as uh, Real Madrid. I guess, um, how do I say this? Uh, one, <laughs> they beat us in the quarterfinals 5-4 uh, on aggregate. And we really thought it was going our way in that second match. If you remember, the first one wasn't so good. Uh, but the second one, I believe we beat them 3-2 in that match. So thought it was going our way. It didn't end up uh, going our way. We went to the EFL Cup final, lost to Liverpool in penalties. It wasn't our favorite. Uh, we won the Club World Cup. That was fun. So again, you know, we're able to talk about uh, champions of the world and it just uh, kept on going and I guess we still hold that title but now with the uh, season ending and the final of the Champions League approaching there's going to be a new champion of Europe and eventually next season a new champion of the world and it won't be Chelsea but we can still hold on to that um, for a little bit longer if you remember because of um, the war with Russia and Ukraine we lost our owner Roman Abramovich we had sanctions on Chelsea from uh, England and they were dealing with a lot and they still are dealing with a lot, especially with the summer transfer window. Hopefully everything's cleared. Um, and we end up towards the end of the season, getting a new owner. Thomas Tuchel stays around and uh, for another, for another season, nowhere where he will be heading. And hopefully we have a bright future. We go to the transfer window and we're able to spend some money because hopefully the shank or I don't know for sure if the sanctions are still like, happening if we're still not allowed at this current moment to make any moves over the summer spend some money um but yeah well, the, the government just approved the move now the premier league approved it yesterday i believe uh and they just approved the the government approved it today as we're recording this so it looks like we're on track for by the end of the month like they said for it to be all done and dusted and the deal to be completely through and then my last thing, which I just remembered, another penalties loss, and I believe to the same club of Liverpool. 
Just other than the way we did we play them in the EFL Cup final too and lost them on penalties? I think so. Yeah. So great. Two times in one season and both final rounds of uh of cups, this is FA Cup, EFL Cup, lost them both to Liverpool on penalties. I just realized that just now. But um that is my season recap in a few minutes. And now I wish you luck, listeners, because I'm just gonna <laughs> try co-hosts and we'll see where they take it from here. All right. This is exciting. Go. We'll let Peter go first, actually, because I want to hear what he has to say, even though I accidentally unmuted first. So, Peter, go ahead. Uh, real slick right there, Alex. Real slick. But, uh, you know, I, I'll spare you guys the pain of having to listen to me go through every single player individually. You know, you're welcome. I'll just go kind of go You're going to have the, the chance to do that in the player ratings. Well, yeah, I know. But I was going to do it both times, you know? Double <laughs> double the fun, bro. True pain. <laughs> anyway anyway i mean going into the season i think especially after coming off a champions league i think most of us expected we'd be up there for the title got third which i mean liverpool and city are both very 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 good teams and it would have been very very hard for us to stay up there especially considering everything we had to deal with we had to go through covid uh covid crisis injury crisis so many of our players were injured for so long uh, I mean, the whole sanctions and the owner that definitely dealt the blow to us. I mean, just all these things were all against us. And to still manage to get third and to still manage to win silverware and get close to winning silverware on both FA Cup uh, and League Cup, even going almost coming back against Real Madrid in the Champions League. I mean, even though it probably wasn't as, as good of a season as we wanted, I think considering everything that happened and what was going on, I think it was a season to be proud of, you know, Obviously, you would have loved for us to be up there for the title and for it to be for us to have been able to talk like we, uh, if we were there instead of one of City or Liverpool and it was going down to the last match of the season. But third place, uh, it's very, very solid. We can get into the Champions League next year again, obviously guaranteed because of that. And we can bounce back next season. I think I saw a report that Todd Bowley is going to give us 200 million or something. Use that, use some reinforcements because uh, we're going to need them after the players are leaving. But I think the squad is talented. We have a lot of young talent who are just going to improve. Kai Havertz, Mason Mount, Reese James, Ben Chilwell is going to come back next season. And I mean, it was just a good season considering everything. Just, I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of how everyone, everyone, everyone on the team worked, even though it was a struggle at times, still worked through it and managed to pull out third, which although I wanted to challenge for the title, I'm happy. That was quite brief, Peter. So I'm going to also try to be brief. Because as we all know, I'm also like that and go on forever. I'd say in general, the season really started to kind of fall apart once Ben, ben Chilwell got injured. Um, that was really the issue. And then obviously all the sanctions, everything like that. Reese James went down. Uh, and those two guys with the three or five at the back or however you want to say it are really pivotal to this team. It was good to see Reese James back on the final day. But uh, I mean, uh, Ben Chilwell, sorry. But you know, it was certainly tough. We had, you know, we have some clear holes uh, as we're going to get to in the player ratings. And I'm sure throughout the summer, uh, which we're going to talk about, we obviously have what, three, two, two, three months now uh, till the start of the next Premier League season, two and a half months. So we have lots of time to talk about all that we want Chelsea to do this summer and where we think they need to strengthen and who we think they need to get rid of. So we'll definitely talk about that. But uh, I'd say for this, we're talking about the season as a whole. I wouldn't say it was disappointing. I'd say it just wasn't. Uh, I just say I would say it didn't exceed expectations. 
Uh, some of the players, you know, regressed, I felt like a little bit from the previous season, which is always going to happen when you have a big high like that in the Champions League final. It just seemed like uh, Tuchel almost was a bit found out uh, in some cases, but I think a lot of it had to do with just, you know, poor play from certain individual players that really cost us quite a few critical points throughout the season. And like you said, Peter, um, you know, it, it it wasn't a disappointing season, I wouldn't say. The two, you know, cup finals where we ended up losing on penalties, I mean, those were really rough, if we're being completely honest. Those were really tough. That was probably, you know, really made the season feel so much worse than it actually was, to be honest, because we really could have come out with a, a, you know, a de facto quadruple with the Super Cup, uh, Club World Cup, and then the two League Cups. Uh, but obviously we didn't, and we only ended up with a double kind of, a, you know, wannabe double, I guess, if you want to say, because really you're supposed to have the league when you say that. But uh, yeah, I, I would say in general, the season was disappointing. I thought there was bright spots. You know, Trevor Chalaba, I thought was one, you know, some of the young players continuing to progress, continuing to improve. But uh, yeah, I'd say it was kind of just a season that was like, eh, and let's just move on and hopefully get better over the summer and challenge again next season for the title uh, and actually make a title push and, you know, go far in the Champions League, go far in all the cup competitions. Uh, and then I think we'll be happy, you know, just we'll see. hopefully this team improves. That's really what we want. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Hopefully I didn't go on for too long. Josh, you want to uh, get into some of the player ratings, player rankings, however you want to say it at the end of the season uh, and give our thoughts on all these guys. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm excited. So we can start off with, Kappa <laughs> didn't really do much. Well, how are we doing it? Like, are we doing ABC? Explain, yeah. explain it to the people. Oh, I did already. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, sorry. Did Wasn't paying attention. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> no, so we're going to give it. It's a, it's a tough one because he didn't really play. Um, But I mean, huh, for the end of the season. Hmm. I mean, the penalty miss was brutal. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's a keeper. Yeah, I know. You're going to really hold that to him. That's kind of upsetting. That is upsetting, but I'm sorry. I mean, you can hold it to him for not saving <laughs> yeah. one, making it get all the way there, and then missing it. So, I mean, just saying. Okay, I'm, I'll gonna go give first him? if you want me to. Yeah, you go first. Okay. Throw me under the bus here. Um, <laughs> I'll go, I don't know, C plus for Keppa, B minus, I don't know, something like that. All right, I'll go C. I'll also go see. He could have been better, but for when he filled in for Mendy, he was okay. Edward, I guess I'll. Just, do you want to? I, I I was just gonna transition because I just mentioned yeah, sure. Mendy. You know, it would have been it would have been it would it would have been good, Josh. You know, you had to flip this it. right here. Peter just made all. a transition. <laughs> Look at me, insane. But uh, yeah, Edward Mendy, the man who Kepa had to replace a couple times. I mean, overall, honestly, I think this was kind of a disappointing season for Mendy. I mean, it's hard to up the season he had last year where he was just absolutely immense and he was saving everything. But I mean, there was at times a season where I really didn't feel as at all confident compared to what I did last season where I was like, okay, I know we have someone who can save any shot. So I, I mean, but he's obviously, he got let out to drive by the defense a lot of times and he still made big saves. So I think it's, I think I'll go B. Yeah, I mean, he had that Brentford game where he was just absolutely immense. But besides that, he was pretty average, I'd say, throughout the season. So I'm going to give him a B-. minus. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like in his first season with the club, he played much better than, or at least from what I remember, than he did this season. So for that, yeah, I'll go, I'll go solid B uh, for Edward Mendy. Moving on now to the defenders, we start off with the man I'm going to miss the most, probably. Well, you know, depends on who else is leaving. Um, Antonio Rudiger. This is this is a sad one. Had a very good season for Chelsea. Um, was one of the top defenders for the club. And is it going to earn the money he's getting? That being said, I'm giving my first A out here to Antonio Rudiger. I mean, you have to. Anything else is wrong. I might... I think I'll give him an A plus. I mean, just he was he was uh, I get you could argue that he was our player this season. I mean, whenever he was in defense, except for maybe like one or two mistakes right, that I could point out, he was always there. He was winning everything. He was just be he was just Rudiger being Rudiger. And then you know to add on top of it, he finally scored one of those forty yard thunderbolts. But we don't have to talk about what happened the rest of the game. But I mean, just I'm gonna miss him because he's just so good. He's so fun. And, I mean, Real Madrid got a good one. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go A as well. I think he was solid throughout the whole season. Didn't really make many mistakes at all. Certainly going to miss him as well. Definitely a, a sad, sad moment. Not Hazard-type sad, but still pretty sad. Next, uh, this is a player that Peter, I know, is definitely not going to be sad, who's probably leaving. Josh is not going to be sad. I probably won't be sad. Uh, Marcus Alonso. So this is a tough one for me. I know you guys are going to make fun of me in a second, but he scored some pretty critical goals, uh, you know, towards the latter end of the season, I feel like. Um, I mean, he's he either plays awful or he plays okay. So I'm going to give him a C-. minus. I think that's an appropriate grade, I think. But, I mean, you guys might have different perspectives. Like, me, I could see anywhere from an F to, like, a C+. Plus. I'm giving him on the high end, I think. Uh, actually, you know, you kind of said it. He, when he scored, he scored in important spots. Honestly, I thought I was crazy, but I'm, or, well, yeah, I thought I was crazy, but that gives me a bit of confidence. I've, I'm honestly, you said the highest range would be a C plus and I was going to give him a C plus when he was bad. He was awful, but when he played well and when he was getting into dangerous spots and when he scored or assisted those goals, they were all important goals. They were all match-winning goals. They were all the goals that we where we weren't getting anything and then suddenly he whips out an incredibly technical volley and hits a top bins and we won that game. But then the next game he goes and gets outpaced by a 40-year-old or something. Yeah. He's just very off and on. But I think just the importance of his goals and how clutch he was when we really needed him sometimes, I think C+. plus, Maybe maybe C. I'll knock it down to a C. But he's better. The lows were low, but the highs were high. I basically. would say he needs to go to, like, Leeds or something. I feel like he'd fit in so well there because they don't do defending there. So it works out perfectly. Uh, all right. Anyway, Josh, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm just going to give a C for Marcus Alonso here, adding on to what you guys were saying. Um, not really much more to add, though, besides my grade. Moving on to our next defender here, the center back, Andreas Christensen, who honestly, second half of the season, poor, in my opinion, which is going to lead to my overall grade of a C-plus for Andreas Christensen. I think he played well um, in the first half of the season, but I feel like the second half, the latter end 
not so good. Um, so I, I'm like kind of torn here, but I think I'm going to go C plus for Christensen. Yeah, I agree with you. It kind of felt like as soon as he agreed to terms with Barcelona, his head was just gone. Uh, and because of that, I'd, I'd say C plus. I probably would have given him a B minus, but C plus is my grade also. Uh, you basically stole my words, Alex. I was going to say the same thing. He played, I, I, he, he was up there as one of our best defenders, but then as soon as Fabrizio and everybody was like, oh, Andreas Christensen is interested in Barcelona. Oh, Andreas Christensen has agreed to Barcelona. He just, it, like it's like a flip switched and he just, or a switch flipped close enough. And he just like couldn't connect passes. He couldn't defend. He was not playing in games because he had stomach pain, which I mean, that's not unusual. He always does that in big games, but I mean, it just felt like he didn't want to be there. And I mean, obviously I didn't actually say rating. I'll go C, I'll go a bit lower. Cause I felt like even when he played, he could have done much better. He made some very, very bad mistakes. And moving on to the next man, Tiago Silva. I mean, I think I have to give out another a for being uh, for being 37, to be able to be such an important player in our defense, to be able to play so many games, to be able to be so good in those games, so good, so calm, just everything you want your center center back to be in a back three, everything you want from a leader. Uh, he's just insane. He's amazing. And I think an A, he really deserves an A. He was just so important to our defense. And when he wasn't playing, you could really tell the difference. Yeah, I totally agree. I'd give him an A also. Rolls-Royce looking as fresh and new as ever. Uh, not really much more to say. He was just consistently solid all season. We certainly appreciated that. A for Tiago Silva from me. Yeah, we're all three handing out those A's for Tiago Silva. Definitely another player uh, that deserves it. And my second A handed out with him and Rudiger uh, notched up together there. Moving on to the next player, going from probably one of the oldest, if not the oldest player on uh, Chelsea's squad to one of the youngest, Trevor Chalaba. Honestly, a breakout season for for uh, the center back because going into the season, you were not putting him in your starting 11s whatsoever. Didn't really even uh, think of his name because, oh, after this season, maybe Chalaba will go on another loan or they'll sell him. He is probably in Tuchel's starting 11 next season with Rudiger being gone now. Um, if not, definitely on the bench. There's no reason we should think of even getting rid of uh, Chalaba. So with that being said, breakout star, a big surprise, um, and also played in some big games and did pretty well, performed uh, when his name was called. So with that, like I keep on you know, stalling here, I'm going to go B plus for Trevor Chalaba. I think it was a very, very good um, starting season for him. So good job, Chalaba. Uh, I I think a bit lower. I think his his age, like you said, one of the youngest players in the squad. I think his age showed at times. I think sometimes he was a bit sloppy. Sometimes he made some careless mistakes that really showed that. Uh, that showed that he's what twenty two. I think you said. I mean, it's he he could have played better. But for him being able to slot in whenever we needed him, just and then to be out for two weeks because we played other players, and just to be able to slide in on important games too. He played in important games, and to be able to be solid and play well enough and play okay and not cause many extremely, extremely bad errors for a 22-year-old playing in an extremely tough lead against extremely tough teams, I think that deserves at least a B. So I'll go a B. Yeah, I'm going to go a B too, but I'd say my reasoning... It's not as much that he's not good enough for an A. It's just 
uh, it, it's a difficult one, but I, I understand what Peter's saying. I also agree with him. It's kind of like a, uh, he, he's he's been good. He was called up. He was solid whenever we you know we called upon him. But I don't think he's got the consistency yet. He didn't have it this season. I think you know he has potential to be an A type of player uh, going forward. But I you know as much as he had a great season, I don't think he exactly earned the A in terms of performance uh, out of the squad. But you know that that's for another time. Hopefully next year uh, he improves even more, which I think he will. And I I'm sure he's part of Tuchel's plans going forward. Uh, next, we got Ben Chilwell. So we'll do this quickly. He had a very great start to the season. Didn't really do much after due to his injury uh, and was pretty much out till the last game of the season where he came on for a bit. But um, I'm going to go... This is tough because obviously you're rating him off a, you know, a small chunk of the season. But when he did play, he was an A. Yeah, A minus for me. So that that's what I'm giving for Ben Chilwell. Like you said, when he was playing for a, a early chunk of the season, he was very, very, very good, and it could have been one of like his best season in his entire career if he obviously was able to play through uh, without the injury. So very unfortunate there. But yeah, A minus for me for Ben Chilwell. Yep, A-minus for pretty much the same reasons. Extremely, extremely good start. Unlucky with the injury. And then moving on to our other wingback, Reese James has to be another A. Honestly, I think Reese probably deserve Reese and Tiago probably deserve player of the season over Mount. Because, I mean, Reese James just... If he wasn't injured for those few months, he would have been up there in goals and assists at the top of the league. I mean... He just, his crosses are always so dangerous. He has the ability to shoot from the 18-yard box on the half volley, and it's he's just always a threat. And then on the defensive side, he wins everything. And then he just dribbles forward and connects an incredible pass. I mean, he's just so, 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 so good. And I mean, definitely an A-plus. Has to be. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go A-plus too. I thought he was sensational. I felt like Thiago Silva, even at times, wasn't, you know, it didn't always put in the best. I mean, he's 37 years old. You got to give him the break. But uh, I felt like Reese James is our player of the season, to be honest. He was great. Uh, I think he's by, in my opinion, I don't see any right back in the world that's better than him at this moment. Uh, You know, you look at his numbers. I know a lot of people, you know, many of the Trent defenders use numbers as his, you know, his assist total, whatever. Reese James had more goals and assists than Trent in a thousand less minutes. Uh, And he's, way better defensively. Uh, so in my opinion, Reese James, he's someone I will defend to the grave as the best right back of the league. Um, I was really impressed to see him and his progression. We saw him play a bit at right center back as well. So uh, really like what I saw from Reese James and, uh, you know, A plus for me. As P, uh, yeah. this, what? I oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You can't forget about those deadly crosses either. Um, the, you know they are they are very 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 good. I don't know if you touched on that specifically, Peter, but yeah, those crosses like they they get a lot of headers uh, in for goals for Chelsea. So yes, Reese James, another A coming from me. Um, and now Alex, you could talk about Cesar Azpilicueta. Yeah, so Azpi, it's a mixed season. He was all right. He had some mistakes, quite a few mistakes, which you know I think were almost shined upon more because of the fact that he never makes mistakes. And this season, you definitely saw age get the better of him at some points. Upsetting, but I'd say C plus for Aspie. Um, he was, he was all, he was solid. Yeah. Uh, lower than I anticipated. It's uh, unfortunate. You cannot take away 
how poor he was another player in the second to later half of the season that just was not good. Um, and for that, I'm going to give him AC. You know, we're used to good performances and it pains me kind of to see right now what he's looking like on the pitch. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's rude, but I'm giving a C for Asby. I think a C is fair. I mean, I think Alex said it perfectly. All of his mistakes were highlighted and were blown up much more than other players because for the past decade he's always been someone where you can rely on to never make mistakes he's always just there he's solid you know he's not going to give you he's not going to give you Reese James level crosses and he's not going to give you Rudiger level defending but he's just going to be someone who's a leader who can be in there and he can be solid and I mean at points he wasn't he he obviously he's our captain he always will be our captain he's a club legend but I think at some points this season it was quite rough I think C C plus, either of those are fair. I, I agree with both of your ratings. And on to, I believe, the last defender, uh, Malang Sar is a very, very interesting one. Because I really, I don't know how harsh to be because I feel like he just shouldn't be on Chelsea. Uh, I mean, he should have been loaned out. I We were trying to loan him out. It would just, no, we just couldn't find anybody to loan him out to. It's unlucky for him. He's not a he's not at the Premier League level, and so I think just so many mistakes when he got the limited game time he did. He was forced in there due to injuries at points. D D minus. He just wasn't good. He was all. Oh, it was just hard to watch. I would say, okay, I'm gonna be a little bit controversial here. I'm gonna go C. Um, I don't think he was as bad as some some people are making him out to be. Um, I you know he made a few mistakes for sure, right? But. I thought in general, there were certain games where he was just very good. There was definitely games where he was very bad, but I felt like it wasn't, he didn't have a whole bunch of very bad games more than he had a whole bunch of very good games. So I'm going to give him C. It was average, I thought. I thought he was better than some people are making him out to be. Yeah. Um, not going to agree with you there, Alex, but you know, the good point for you. Probably a D for me. Um, yeah, Malang Sar. I don't Is he going on loan again? Cause he could be, we'll see this summer. I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Just did, did not play well when given the opportunity and it. And it wasn't many, many premier league matches, but no, it just, I don't want to see him uh, in a Chelsea kit next year. I'm sorry. I, that's kind of harsh, but it's, 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 I'm speaking the truth. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's go on to the midfield. Now Jorginho. another player where it's just like, like Aspie, we're just used to really great performances. Obviously, we know how he won the Euros with Italy. Played amazing there. Played amazing for Chelsea. Wasn't he the player of the season last year? Yeah, um, it's some of these guys are really weird. They were just inconsistent. So honestly, I'm not giving him a C plus, but I'll, I'll give him a B minus uh, for Jorginho this past season. Kind of unfortunate. I mean. I feel like, I mean, like you said, Josh, kind of like Aspie, where I think his mistakes were heightened because you accept, uh, expect just such consistent, such good play. But I also think he was solid for the most part. He definitely did make some mistakes that were definitely blown up more than they should be. But, he, I mean, he was a solid player in our midfield. I mean, he obviously you know what you're getting with him. You're not really getting anything besides someone who can control the passing, control the balance of play, control the tempo. And, I mean... That's basically what he did. I guess a B minus maybe because I don't really know. He was just inconsistent, like Alex said. Yeah, I'd go B minus also. Another weird one. I don't really even know what to put for him. It was kind of like a up and down season. 
Uh, and you could really say the same thing for the next player we're going to, N'Golo Conte. I go C+. Plus. I love N'Golo Conte, but it just seemed like at certain points of the season, he was just completely off the pace. Uh, and it was kind of upsetting to see, to be honest. But, uh, you know, he just had a really inconsistent season. He struggled with injury. But uh, he's also one of those guys who you can see that with age, you know, he's slowly starting to lose it a little bit. Obviously played very well in the Champions League run last season, but certainly this season looked like he was still a bit off the pace. Unfortunate. I hope he bounces back. But, uh, you know, Conte, I'd say C+. Yeah, again, Conte. Um, Angola uh, Conte, let's see. I'm gonna I feel throw... guilty giving him a C+. <laughs> <laughs> Too nice of a guy. What should we do? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go B minus again for Angola Conte. I'll give him the same rating as Jorginho. I feel good doing that. Peter, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Josh kind of just cut off. I thought he was going to say something. No, I'm just. It. I'm trying uh, to settle in my head with my thoughts, but I just said it out loud. He's dealing with the guilt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's understandable, but I mean, can I just, I yes, can I just go, Jesse? You want to have some? I wasn't listen. saying anything. Okay, I, right, okay, okay, okay. But I mean, I do feel guilty, like Alex said. But I mean, he just w- wasn't at his regular level, like a bunch of these players. He just regressed a lot this season. He was just making mistakes. He couldn't keep the ball. Some of his touches were bad. Some of his dribbling was bad. He did some bad fouls. Just a lot of stuff you don't see and you don't expect from someone who you know is has the caliber of being one of the best midfielders in the world and i don't want to give him a c because he's in Conte. but i mean based on how he played i mean it has to be a c i could even see lower than a c i mean he was very very bad in some games so there were some games where he was good and he was where you could see oh yeah he still has it he's still in Conte, but others he just wasn't he's just another one of these players that was very inconsistent so i think i have to go see yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. Um, Kovacic now. So he's a, he's a weird one. I was trying to figure out what player was next. Sorry for the weird uh, pause there. Kovacic, I'm going to give him an A-. minus. I thought he was solid this season. Struggled with injury again, but nothing he can really do about that. Yeah, I don't want to go into the A's for Kovacic, uh, my opinion, but I'm definitely going to give him a B plus. So uh, B plus for Kovacic in the midfield. Uh, I have to go into the A's. I've said it on many episodes. I'm a big Mateo Kovacic fan. I think he was our best midfielder this season. He just, he can, he controlled the midfield. He was a great box to box. He did everything you want him to do. Like Alex said, struggle with injuries, but that was a bit unlucky. We just didn't have enough depth. Uh, I think we played too many of our midfielders, too many minutes, which uh, caused them to get some injuries. But I think A minus is fair for him. I mean, he just had a good season and, you know, I'm ha- I'm happy with how we performed now. Big Mate- Mateo Kovacic fan. Great season from him. All right, and then I think. Oh yeah, we all went. What am I? What am I waiting for here? Okay, moving on to the next player. This is a weird. Do you guys want to? Okay, so on the ESPN site, it goes to Pulisic and then does other midfielders. Just Ooh. just go in in the order it says. It doesn't matter really. Right, Christian Pulisic is up next. Captain America. Eh meh, eh meh. I don't know. Like is a C. Again, like Pulisic, it's like uh, the future's so bright for the guy, and it just it doesn't seem to go his way. I I can't see it any other way besides a C for Christian Pulisic. Yeah, it's just not clicking for him. I'd go C also. You could see the abilities there, the talents there. It's just like like I literally just said two seconds ago, it's not clicking for him, and that's the problem. So C for me. 
I agree. C is fair. It's just like I've been saying for a bunch of these players. And like Alex said, there's just so many guys that were inconsistent. And I mean, he was one of them. He showed glimpses, but like Alex said, you just, it just wasn't clicking for him. So I think C is fair. And moving on to more actual midfielder midfielders, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. This is another interesting one. I mean, he played pretty well sometimes when he had to fill in, but then he also played games where I forgot he even existed and he was on the pitch. So I think, but I mean, I didn't really expect much from him and he performed well when he played. So based on expectations, I think C plus is kind of pretty fair for him. Ruben Loftus-Cheek drives me insane. He literally drives me insane because you see it. You see the potential. It's always been there. And it just drives me nuts that he can't fulfill it. It's just sometimes the heavy touches. Like he's making this amazing run through the midfield. He's almost through to make that final pass. And then he stumbles over the ball. It's it's like infuriating. Uh, the potential is there. It's just so tough um, to, you know, not, it's like he's 90% of the way there. It's just that he can't find that final 10%. I'm going to go C plus also. I agree with you, Peter. Yeah. So I'm going to go B minus. I'll go a little bit, a little bit over, a little bit over the rating um, from you guys. So now moving on to the next one, Saul, which is uh, another, another joke you guys like to talk about on this podcast more when he first came to the club, he will now be gone back. recalled from loan uh, to Atletico. Right. So let's give our rating. Shall we? I will start out with a very, very solid D because that is what Saul deserves. Another player that just never seemed to live up to the Premier League once he got here. It takes time to adjust. We know this. We have players who are coming from other leagues, um, the Bundesliga, and have not been able to adjust to the Premier League and how it flows and blah, 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 blah. Timo Werner. And it just, (laughs) um, unfortunately, it just didn't work for Saul. He just wasn't able to adjust some Almost like some other players who still can't adjust yet. <clears throat> Kai Havertz. Uh, hey, Kai. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Adjusted, You are man. absolutely. That is, bro, that is way too hard. Kai Havertz, a hater. no. Right, you just right, hate right, bro. Right, you just right, hate Germans, right, bro. What is this? Right. What is this? Just Timo. Still. He's gotten better. Way better. Way better since he's came. Since he's uh, come over to Chelsea. But... Um. Yes, yeah, so I will D. We'll just keep it there. I'm going to mute now. <laughs> All right. D plus for me. Don't really need to explain it. If you watch Saul, you'd understand. I'm giving my first F. I hated him. He was so bad. He was one like our third highest paid player, and he played like he was not even in the in proper English football. He was like in like League 6 of English football. He could not connect passes. He could not shoot. He could win the ball back once every five times and all the other four times were fouls and yellow cards. It was just... He scored like one goal against Barnsley or something in 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 the FA Cup. And besides that, he decided to absolutely just sell. And th- he's the reason why all of our midfielders got injured because there was no way in hell I wanted Tuchel to play Saul over those other midfielders. So they just had to play so many minutes. Oh my, I, I'll, I'll stop. F, he was awful. Mm, I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> Moving on, Ross Barkley. <laughs> Ross Barkley, I mean... Ross Barkley. When he Barkley, came on like, for the first Ross time, I was Barkley. like, "He's still on the team." Yeah, exactly. When he when he came on for Pens, I was like, "Oh, we're screwed" because it's Ross Barkley. I mean, 
I guess a C. I forgot he was on the field, and I didn't realize he ever played ever. So C. Come on, he scored the the final match game winner. You know that's true. That's we, true. We, apparently, Peter, we didn't talk about it enough on our last episode. We were getting hate comments on Twitter about how much job we didn't. <laughs> we didn't hear. Here, Joe, we'll give you your time now. Ross Barkley scored the game winner in the final match of the Premier League season for Chelsea. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, if anyone is so confused about what I'm talking about, just go on our new episode tweet from uh, last episode in the comments there. I had a little Twitter battle. We're all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Ross Barkley, I'm giving a C. Uh, nothing, nothing impressive there. Was on the bench for mostly the entire season. I would have given him a D plus. He goes up to a C minus for the converted penalty and also the game winning goal in the last game of the season. So there you go. C minus for Ross Barkley. Now moving on to Mason Mount. Uh, I'm going to give him an A minus. I'd say in general going forward, I thought he was just as good as always, just as good as last season, maybe even better. I was a little bit disappointed to see that I felt like his work rate defensively kind of went down a little bit. I know no one's talking about this, but just my observation, because, you know, I want to make unique observations here. Um, and I noticed that he did not, it, it felt like he wasn't as impactful tracking back as he was last season, where it felt like he was just nicking the ball uh, from behind every single time. Uh, and this season, it kind of felt like, I, I don't want to say lazy, right? Because that's not the right word for it. He was still, you know, hustling hard, but it kind of felt like he wasn't putting in as much of a shift defensively. So that was a little bit disappointing. Otherwise, I probably would have given him an A. I mean, you have to give him an A. He was the player. He was I our player this season. Minus. The support That's is the player of the season. And no, it, it has, has to be, be an, an A, a Alex. You're, you're wrong. He it was voted the player a. of the season. I know you wanted it to I think, be. I yeah, think exactly. he's certainly up there. But who, did you, I, who did you want it to be the player? Who said it should have been someone else? I think it should have been Reese James. I said it right, should right, be. Right, right. Okay. I also think it should be Reese James. But, but it doesn't change the fact. should get an A. He exactly that's what i'm saying josh josh just said my point for me no need josh onto you i'm assuming you'll say the exact same thing for mason mount (laughs) yes on to the next player because i'm trying to keep this thing and moving here um five hour episode (laughs) from mason Mount to akeem ziesh Uh, another one like i wouldn't say he hasn't adjusted to the premier league because he's had some really good matches just nothing like crazy from from him this season so i'm gonna go b i don't feel like i've given many just solid b's so Hakeem Ziyech, I'll put you there. C plus for me. I don't know. He just there. There hasn't been that spark this season uh, for me. He kind of feels like he's not just up to the pace of the Premier League. Almost. Uh, it seems like he's almost like a step behind in all situations. But obviously, had a quite you know quite a few nice plays, quite a few nice goals as well. So that one against Tottenham, the curler, certainly was a highlight. So I'll go C plus. I'll go C minus because excluding his. Uh, annual two games where it turns into the second coming of Diego Maradona. Uh, he was not very good and he just wasn't up to pace. Uh, C minus is pretty fair, I think. And then skip, I don't skip Kennedy. Next person on the list. I was gonna say uh, Kennedy. See, you know, favorite player, very very big player. He actually one was now, solid uh, in the match. I felt the like. one appearance that he had. Yeah. I mean, except for the fact that he was dying because he had like 50 minutes the rest of the season. But okay, we're wasting too much time on Kennedy. Anyway, Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz next. He has to be another A. He was really our only consistent attacker. And even he was inconsistent. But he scored goals when he needed him to. to, uh, I don't know why Josh is saying he wasn't up to the pace in the Premier League. He hasn't adjusted yet. 
It was a joke, Peter. Oh, it was, was it, Josh? Peter. Okay, sorry. Timo Werner well, wasn't he, a joke. I think I'm he was serious about that one. We can explain it right now. We can go into Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Tia, I agree with you. Timo Werner is bad. <gasps> I'm done defending him. I'm a... We've just reached okay, a break. Okay, Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz All right, let's Havertz wait till a, we get Havertz to him. Uh, I'm going to go B+. I actually thought Kai Havertz, he, again, he was inconsistent, but he had some really bright moments. Uh, and I think there was definitely progression. So that's what I was looking for last season. He was probably a C plus. Uh, and this season, he's a B plus. So look at that improvement. I'm going to throw out another B here for Kai Havertz, uh, in my opinion. And, um, uh, okay, Ramon Lukaku. Big Rome. Yeah, I know. I'm like thinking, oh, this is, this is First fun. two games, A plus. <laughs> First two games, A plus. Talk Interview F. <laughs> I was about to say. Once he stepped up to the podium, or once he sat down for an interview with, uh, what was it? I don't even. It was a. It was one of the. Um, it was. It wasn't an Italian news network because yeah, it was something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I try to once, get rid of that in my memory. Once he sat down for that interview. Goes from an A plus to an F real quick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Lukaku had those great great games then two great games <laughs> then meh honestly again lower than a b for me c plus for Romelu lukaku he's the i believe the highest paid premier league player and he is not living up to the money he's getting i'll just say that much c plus for Romelu lukaku i'm gonna go I'm in between C plus and B minus. I don't think he was as bad as some people are making it out to be, but I'm going to go C plus as well. I'm going C minus because I mean, interview skills, like we already said, I mean, interview skills, very impressive, very impressive. The ability of for him to completely, uh, ruin. I don't think I've ever seen someone give such a bad interview. Actually. It's impressive. It's insane. Uh, I think C minus, I mean, when he played, he either scored a tap-in or, or a header, or he connected two passes. Uh, was, he had some games where he looked good. As, uh, those games were against bad teams, but, you know, we move. I mean, C-minus minus might be generous. I think I he's going to be better he next, next season. Cool. I think he'll be better next season. He, he better be better <laughs> next season. Uh, but anyway, well, moving on. Our favorite player, guys. I'm, bu- I'm buckled our in. favorite player, guys. Team a plus best player on the team let's go i uh, don't blame him for the misses that's his confidence guys don't blame him for the misses i love how but, you're talking about it like no, this I, wasn't you about six months ago i, I can make fun of myself uh team my winner i'll give i'll give a d plus <laughs> maybe d i mean uh he scored some goals he is he it's bad because he works so hard and he wants to, he I wants feel to so be good. Bad. He just isn't good. He's just not good. He works to be good, but he just can't do it. He just doesn't have the ability. And it's sad because you know he can. You know, you've seen what he can do at Leipzig, but then he just can, can't connect the pass. He doesn't and can't fit Chelsea. He just it's, doesn't fit Chelsea. He, he doesn't. And it's sad because I do love him and I still do love him. I just can't defend him because it's impossible. All right, now. guys, we're coming up on the uh, 45 minute mark. All right, so I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to go C minus. C minus for me. C minus for Alex. I'm going to go short and sweet here. Timo Werner, as we touched on earlier, Peter made sure to flatten it out, has not adjusted from the Bundesliga. And I am, you have no idea listening right now how happy I am. I'm 
so happy because you shouldn't be that happy that a player that we paid almost 50 million for is not I'm working so out. happy not because i'm a chelsea fan and i'm watching him screw up i'm so happy that from the moment in his like first five matches i started calling the problems with timo werner and you guys okay going up didn't, five minutes, hey, let's move on hey, to play. let me have my moment and you guys didn't listen you didn't and it all it took it took a couple seasons, but here we are. And now you see you see the light. You've come into the light. You stepped out of the darkness. Anyway, anyway, anyway guys, you know, moving Burner, on. You know, getting pretty late. Getting, getting pretty a late. C minus for me. But it's crazy that I gave him my, a lower rating than you. But but honestly, my happiness is an A plus at this current moment. <laughs> this You're so annoying. Anyway, Callum Hudson Adoy to finish it off. Um, he's a weird one because it felt like he just disappeared from the second half of the season. I didn't, I like forgot he existed. I, he did. I think he I know, I know he did. I think he got injured and just never showed up again. I did not see him. I saw him for the first month and then he was I just thought he gone. Was solid while he played. I'm going to go C plus. I'll also go C plus. I mean, he just like was okay. And then like I said, he just, he just pulled a Houdini <laughs> and I never saw him again. Um, all right. Yeah. I'm going to give a, a C for, um, Hudson Adoy to end our player ratings here. And now Peter's going to go to the. How about, PL- how, oh how about Thomas Tuchel? Let's give him a rating. Okay. Managerial rating. Managerial rating. Joke. Thanks. Yep. Sorry. Because I knew it wasn't going to be funny. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't even know the joke. All right. Say your joke. Say your joke. Right, I was going to say, well, now let's give it to Peter so he can go through all the really young 19 year old players from the PL2 squad <laughs> and give them his ratings. See, you laughed. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, hey, uh, actually, you know, Lewis yeah, Hall, was like, he was solid when he Harvey played Vail, in that guys. one FA Cup game. Harvey Vale, Harvey Vale also was good in that one FA Cup game. But that, like, I will actually say this. this it was surprising how little, how how surprising, it was surprising how little we uh, actually included youth in the squad. I think Tuga could have done a bit better job like that. So, I mean, if we want, are doing a rating, I mean, I'm not going to knock him for that. But I'll give him, I think, to be able to get this squad with all the challenges and all these players who are already, like, three-fourths out the door in their other clubs and managed to take this team to a, a, a third-place finish while remaining dangerous in other competitions, I think you have to give them an A. Yeah, being um, able... Oh, cutting me off again. Go ahead. <laughs> being able to keep your club from the outside noise, especially the Ramon Lukaku situation, a player in your own, in your own dressing room is huge. Um, and honestly, I know the Champions League didn't work out. I know the AFL Cup didn't work out. I know the FA Cup didn't work out, but we made it to the finals there. We won the Club World Cup. We finished third, securing, um, we finished third in the Premier League, securing Champions League again for next season. For being able to stick through and keeping the players, you know, organized on the, on the pitch, credit to Thomas Tuchel. So, you know what? I'm, I know it's not, you know, I know we didn't win the Champions League, but. Still proud of this man. Um, I'm I'm gonna go a B plus on this season. I maybe could sneak into the A minus range. I'm gonna give the B plus because you know I I still had higher hopes, but it very good from Thomas Tuchel. We've got Super Tommy Tuchel. I'm gonna give him a B plus. Uh, you guys explained it a lot, so I'm not gonna go on and on and on because as much as I'd love it, this episode does not need to be an hour long. So that that's it for our flare ratings. 
Yeah, so thanks for listening to this episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. A few things you can do to support us before we get out of here. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. To find out more places to listen besides those two that I mentioned, go to shipitstudios.com slash talkingblues. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkingBluesPod. Alex on Twitter at Anorin23. I'm on Twitter at Joshua29. Oh, and also, um, you know, most of those things will be in the description as well as finding that Chip It Studios website because Alex pastes it about 17 times in the description. <laughs> you can't miss so, it. You can't miss it. <laughs> you cannot miss it. If you don't see it the first time, you'll see it the three other times in that description. So take a look for it. You'll find the Ship It Studios link. Um, and you can also give us a rating and or review. Review would be amazing if you give us five stars and write why it's five stars. We would really appreciate it there. Um, except if you're beefing with us on Twitter, then don't do that, please. Um, <laughs> for that, for my co-hosts, Alex and Peter, my name is Josh. And for probably the longest episode of this season, I guess it's only right. You know, it ends, it ends in the way it should have in the 2021-2022 Chelsea season recap, the longest episode being the last of the season. But that doesn't mean we're gone. Um, we're going to be here with probably more content. Peter, I think, mentioned, I don't know if it was in or after the last episode where it was just the two of us about, we did those Premier League prediction, predictions at the beginning of the season, so we're definitely going to do that. We want to do a keep-sell type thing, loan uh, experiment. That'll be fun. We'll go through the roster there. But we'll definitely be here uh, maybe sometime next week, I'll, I'll guess. But again, for Alex and Peter, my name is Josh. We'll see you next time on the Talking Blues podcast. Go Chelsea. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.